بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا وعملا متقبلا والسماء ذات البروج واليوم الموعود وشاهد ومشهود قتل أصحاب الأخدود النار ذات الوقود إذ هم عليها قود وهم على ما يفعلون بالمؤمنين شهود والسماء ذات البروج صورة البروج And as we say when we start a new surah, they use the Mufassirun, they like to say whether it's Makki or Madani, and how many ayat it has. And the ayah was revealed like for most of the, uh, the surah in Juz Amma in, in Mecca. And Hatta even some of the Mufassirun said it was, it was revealed as a Tasliya. It was revealed as a Tasliya, as a consolation for the Prophet wasallam during the times of torture and, and punishment that Quraysh was giving towards the Muslims at that period of time. So this surah is all about the believers facing extreme adversities and being steadfast upon their deen. And being steadfast upon their deen while they're facing adversities. And wallahi, it is not easy, subhanAllah. The story behind this surah, wallahi, it is a great, it's a great story, subhanAllah. Alright, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالسَّمَاءِ ذَاتِ الْبُرُوجِ Again, this is a qasam. Again, this is a qasam. And every time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a qasam, pay attention to this qasam. Do not think for a minute, again, another qasam. Another qasam. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives qasam by these things, He is highlighting their importance. وَالسَّمَاءِ السَّمَاءِ, we know the السَّمَاءِ all the other times we've spoken about the Sama'at, most of the times are talking about the Sama'at when Shakat wan fatarat wa kushitat. Yes? So when is this? Yawm al-Qiyamah. Yes? And in only, I think, one instance we spoke about the Sama'at as it is now. Yes? Ahsant, mashallah. Wa banayna fawqakum sab'an shidada. Yes? We established above you sab'an strong Sama'at above you. He's talking about the, 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 the sama' in this dunya. And this is similar as well. What's sama'i? What about this sama'? That al-buruj. Alright, al-buruj. Everyone knows what a constellation is? Combination of stars, yes? Alright, the most constellations that you've probably heard of are the ones that the Greeks divided up, yes? The Pisces and the Aries and the, and the Cancer and the one that looks like the Scorpion and one that looks like the Bull and one that looks like the... What's the other one? Allah Alam. Yeah, the lion and one that looks like that. Yes? So these are the, the constellations which they divided up into them. And it, it, the, the important thing is not the division of the, of the constellations. It's the fact that there are constellations. Yes? 
So this is the first call that these the buruj are actually constellations. And they were called yani, buruj because in Arabic when you're referring to al-buruj is something very high up. Something very high up. So these constellations are high up in the sky. And as we said, it's not important the division of the constellations as much as it is that they exist. As much as it is that they exist. For example, if I looked at a constellation, maybe I would see a, a lion and someone else would say something else, yes? Maybe they'll say a circle, Allah alam, yes? If you look at how they actually got them, they're very obscure and very elaborate for them to get a line, yes? And especially because maybe the, at the times when they divided them up, they didn't have, they called them the signs of the zodiac. You know the signs of the zodiac? And they said that this is where the problem comes in, in that there's shirk associated with it. Might, when they divided them up, there might not have been these, these shirky beliefs behind them. But now the, these signs of the zodiac, the constellations, they, they're associated with what? With horoscopes. They're associated with horoscopes. And it's the same thing as a kahin, as a fortune teller. And if you're an Aries or a Pisces or Shubha Arrafni, then you're going to have very good luck this, this, year, this month or this whatever it is, yes? We're not referring to the belief system behind it. We're actually talking about the constellations themselves, the groups and the clusters of the stars. The groups and the clusters of the stars. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by these. But they are visible to the naked eye. They are visible to the naked eye. When it is a certain time, then they are visible. And they even went further. They said that there's, there's I think they said, the, uh, there's 12 constellations and three of them for each of the seasons. Yani three for summer and three for winter and three for spring and three for autumn. But Allah, I'm not sure how this one comes about. Allah, maybe if someone has some additional knowledge, they can help us out with this one. Allah, Allah. All right. And then the other opinions were, that they actually are Buruj. For the Mufassirun, they ikhtalafu. What does Al-Buruj mean? They said the first one is the constellation, and the second one is actually the palaces. The actual palaces which are built in this dunya that you see, which we call Mathalan Burj. And a Burj is essentially a very high building. So they said this is yani, in, in the days of yani, when they say the palaces, they were the highest things that they had of constructions. So they said this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by. Wallah And even some of them said that it's, it's referring to the positioning of the sun. It's referring to the positioning of the sun and the moon. For during the year, the sun has 12 positions. During the year, the sun has 12 positions as it completes its cycle. And then the moon has, has يعني, within a month, it has 28 يعني, stages that it goes through and two of them where it's hidden. So the positioning of the stars and of the moon, some of them said this is what Al-Buruj are as well. Manazil Al-Qamar wa Manazil Al-Shams. Wallahu ta'ala alam. Wallahu ta'ala. Wassamai dhatil buruj. And as we said, يعني, we keep saying every time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a qasam, we give the principle and the rule Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make a qasam with any of his creation. And this highlights the importance of this creation. But the insan can only make halaf by either Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or his names or his attributes. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as the Prophet said, Man kana halifan falyahlif billah aw liyasmut. Whoever is to make a halif, then they should swear by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone or they should remain silent. And he said, Man halifa bi ghayri Allah faqad kafara aw ashrak. That whoever gives a halif with other than Allah, by other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they have committed kufr or they have committed Shirk, wal'iyadu billah, wal-yawmi al-maw'ud.
and the promised day. Sah? Al-Wa'd. Everyone knows what a Wa'd is? Wa'd is a, is a promise, yes? Wal-Yawmil Maw'ud. And the day which has been promised. But the, this one the ayah is referring to, the day of judgment. The day which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised the khalq that he would gather them. Al-Awwaleen wal-Akhirin. Al-Awwaleen wal-Akhirin. Since the beginning of the humankind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will gather them fi sa'idin wahid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will gather them and will call them to account on that day. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he gave many evidences. Yani the day of Yawm al-Qiyamah is coming. Yani mutawatir fil Qur'an. It's all over the Qur'an. And within the Qur'an, he gave intellectual proofs as well. Intellectual proofs are the ones that call you to think yourself. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كَمَا بَدَأْنَا أَوَّلَ خَلْقٍ نُعِيدُهُ Just like we created the creation in the first place, it's not hard for us to bring it back to life again. كَمَا بَدَأْنَا أَوَّلَ خَلْقٍ نُعِيدُهُ We will return them again. وَعْدًا عَلَيْنَا وَعْدًا عَلَيْنَا This is a promise that we have made. إِنَّا كُنَّا فَاعِلِينَ Indeed that this will happen. This is a wa'ad from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this day is coming. وَالْيَوْمِ الْمَوْعُودِ And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said, the promise that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives. But the insan, they make a promise and rubbama, they don't intend to. They cannot fulfill this promise. That's why you don't make promises, yes? Ones that you can't fulfill, don't make promises. Because to fulfill your promises, some is from makarim al-akhlaq. Is from makarim al-akhlaq. It's from the highest of manners and the highest of things. But if you cannot fulfill your promise, do not make the promise in the first place. Whereas when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a promise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not break his promise. Haisha wa kalla that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should break his promise. So when he says, Yawm al-Qiyamah is coming, it's going to come. La mahala. There's no two ways about it. As Allah even said, Rabbana innaka jami'un nasi liyawmin la rayba fi. Inna Allah la yukhliful mi'ad. Rabbana innaka jami'un nas. You are going to gather the people. Liyawmin. To a day. La rayba fi. There is no doubt about it. Inna Allah la yukhliful mi'ad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not Break his promise or renege on his promise, subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالْيَوْمِ الْمَوْعُودِ وَشَاهِدٍ وَمَشْهُودٍ And by the witness and that which is witnessed. And as all your books say, they say, Yawm al-Jum'ah is a shahid and Yawm Arafah is al-Mashhud. يعني shahid, that means it witnesses the people who come to Jum'ah and Mashhud, the day of Arafah, that means everyone witnesses that day. Yes, Mashhud, it is the day that is witnessed. Shaykh ibn Uthaymin says that it is even more general than this. He says every shahid that is mentioned in the Quran and the Sunnah is covered by this ayah. It's covered by this ayah. And the first of them he said was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا And we came, yani you came to these people as a witness against them, that you gave them the message. When he stood up in Hajjat al-Wada, he said, have I not yani, conveyed the message? Have I not conveyed the message? And they witnessed that he had, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, conveyed the message. وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا So he covers the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he covers this whole ummah of Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَصَةً لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ And this we have made you an ummah Wasat, in the middle, moderate, the real moderate, yes? 
ummatan wasatan following the kitab and the sunnah moderate not the diluted moderate ja'alnakum ummatan wasatan litakunu so that you are shuhada you are witnesses upon the people so that you call them to the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so someone on the day of judgment can't say i didn't believe in Allah subhanahu i didn't know but the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi is responsible for conveying the message of the Prophet Sallallahu so people can be witnessed against them as well. And as Allah Subh'ana, and even further than this, your whole limbs, your whole limbs are witnesses against you, Yawm Al-Qiyamah, as Allah Subh'ana Ta'ala says, Yawm Tashhadu Alayhim Al-Sinatuhum Wa Aydihim Wa Arjuluhum Bima Kanu Ya'maloon On that day, Tashhadu Alayhim Their Tongues Wa Aydihim Wa Arjuluhum Their Arms and Their Legs Bima Kanu Ya'maloon They will witness against them. They will be a witness against them or for them as well, depending on how they used to yani, use, use their limbs, whether it was in the obedience of Allah or in the disobedience of Allah. And and mashhud, he said everything which is mashhud. He said even the day of judgment. The day of judgment is mashhud. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, So that is the day when all the people will be gathered and that is the day, yawmun mashhud. That a lot of, all, everyone will be witnessing that day. Everyone will be seeing that day. Yawmun mashhud. And this is where the people said of the day of Arafah. I don't know if everyone, anyone's been to Hajj. When you go to Hajj and you see the people in Arafah, they said this is the closest that people get to, to Yawm al-Hashr itself. Because everyone is the same. Everyone is in, his, in, his, in the same state. And there are millions of people, millions of Muslims. Ala sa'idin wa'ad, upon one plane. And that is the plain of Arafah. If you go to Arafah, if you've been to Hajj, you'll see this for yourselves. The closest thing to Yawm Al-Qiyamah is what you see in Arafah. All the people gathered wearing their ihram. Everyone wearing the same thing. But this is where they said that this means Al-Arafah. A lot of Mufassirun said that Al-Mashhud is Yawm Arafah. And the, the correct one is that it covers all the shahid and all the mashhud that there is that are mentioned in the Quran. Qutila Ashabul Ukhdud. Qutila. We've taken this before, صح? Which surah was قُتِلَ in? قُتِلَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا أَكْفَرَةِ Yes, surah Abasa. What did we say قُتِلَ meant back then? We said we gave two opinions, صح? We said for one destroyed, صح? هَلَاك Because death leads to destruction. And we also said it could also mean what? Cursing. بمعنى what? معنى اللعن. اللعن is to curse someone. And what did we say when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala curses someone? What does it mean? Ahsant, Jazakumullah khair. He's outside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's most expansive mercy. Wasi'at rahmati kulla shay. My rahmah is covered by everything. And as the, as Allah, as the Prophet said, that the Jannah is the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So essentially they are being deprived of Jannah and they are in Jahannam wal ayyadu billah. Qutila ashabul ukhdud. Who is being cursed? Ashabul Ukhdud. The companions of the trench. The story of this one is contained in Sahih Muslim. I didn't include it in the dars because it's a very long hadith and it's a very long story. Maybe next week or when we come back, inshallah, we'll go over the hadith. But it's the story of the boy and the king. You know the story of the boy and the king? And the boy used to go to the, to the Sahir and on the way he met Al-Rahib, the monk. And the monk was a Rajul Salih and he used to teach him about the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ila akhiri. 
And he told him, if you're late from the, if you, if anyone asks you why you're late, if you're with, if you're with me, say the sahir kept me, and if you're with your king, say the king kept me. Also, towards the, and then the story, and it continues, and then when his iman became entrenched in his heart, and it is yani bixtisar shadid, and the king found out about him, he said yani they tried to kill him, and his iman was very strong. They didn't kill him. He said the only way you can kill me is if you gather all the people, and then you. And then you say these words, yani, I kill you with the rub of the ghulam, and then you shoot me in the heart and I will die. Or I can't remember if it was the heart or the... And the king done exactly that. The king done exactly that. And the boy died. And when the people saw this, they said, we believed in the rub of the boy. We believe in the rub of the boy. So the king, he became even angrier. Yani, now he had one problem on his hand, now he has... All the whole people now are Muslims now. And this is what he said. He threatened them. He said, you either turn back to your religion or we will dig trenches, we will fill them with wood, and we will burn you. This is why they're called Ashabul Ukhdud. And then the story of the mother who was hesitant. She had her child in her hand. And she was scared that she would burn her child. And the child spoke to her. He said, continue, my mother, you are upon haqq. You are upon haqq. This story is contained in Sahih Muslim. But the whole... Yani the, the, the story in a nutshell or the moral of the story that we want to take from this is, is yani standing firm in the face of extreme extreme yani danger and punishment. This is the moral of the story and how he tried to make them turn from their religion and they stood firm. And they stood firm. قُتِلَ أَصْحَابُ الْأُخْدُودِ الْوَقُودِ so, قُتِلَ أَصْحَابُ الْأُخْدُودِ النَّارِ So, النَّارِ continues by, is, is a continuation of the explanation of the types of these أُخْدُود. Is a type of these أُخْدُود. So, these أُخْدُود, when you dig a trench, you don't expect there to be fire inside the trench. And even the, some of them, Fasirun said, the, the, يعني, the, the depth of the trench was like a riverbed. You know, when the river is very deep, he said that this was the extent of the deepness of the trench. And they filled this with firewood, with al-waqood, al-nari zati al-waqood. So imagine a trench full of fire being fueled. Al-waqood is fuel for the fire, and a firewood essentially, filled with firewood. Al-nari zati al-waqood, idhum alayha qood. These ashab al-ukhdood, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them يعني, authority and might. And as we say, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives, them, gives someone authority and might, it is only in the mizan of this dunya. It is only in the mizan of this dunya. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-aziz. And ultimate might belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed this to happen to these believers is in his hikmah, is in his wisdom of why this happened. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to elevate these people in a level of jannah that only he knows and which they could not have achieved except through this. Allahu A'la. And maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to make a lesson from them for every believing Muslim. Every believing Muslim who faces difficulty because of their religion and persecuted because of their religion. And you just need to look around the world, all over the world, what's happening. Whether it's in Asham or whether it's in China or whether it's in Kashmir or whether it's in Ilakhiri. The Ummah is bleeding as they say. The Ummah is bleeding. إِذْهُمْ عَلَيْهَا قُعُودِ For because of their strength, 
They sat on the fire. They are sitting on the edge of the trench, watching and observing. As the believers are burning, the Prophet وسلم, he, he forbade punishment by fire. He said, No one punishes with the fire except the Lord of the fire, i.e., Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you've seen a human being or an animal or anyone actually burning in the fire alive, Wallahi, if you don't have a heart, if this does not move you, you have no heart. For shay'un shani' it is something great, it is something terrible. To see a human burning, to see a human burning, burning, their flesh is burning and they are alive. But it is a very slow process. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of what they did to the believers. They are watching them as if nothing is happening. As if nothing is happening. They are in the fire burning and they are watching them. إِذْهُمْ عَلَيْهَا قُعُودِ يعني عليها upon the trench إِذْهُمْ عَلَيْهَا الأخدود عليها قعود وهم على ما يفعلون بالمؤمنين شهود and this is like an explanation further of the previous ayah وهم على ما يفعلون بالمؤمنين شهود they are witnessing what they are doing to the believers وهم على ما يفعلون what they are doing to the believers Shahidun. They are witnessing what they are actually doing to the believers. They are looking at them. It's not like they were absent. They let the fire burn, put them in, and then they went away. They were actually watching them as they were burning. They heard the screams of the children, or the screams of the, of the women, or the, and nothing, none of this moved them. None of this moved them at all. This is exactly what's happening to the Muslim Ummah these days. Wallahi, people being slaughtered, and it's as if nothing is happening. As if nothing is happening. They say the cheapest blood is the blood of, of the Muslims. And as they say, whether if a cat or a dog died in, in the West, يعني, unjustly, the RSPCA comes in and they make a big يعني, animal rights. And it is a dog, Ya Rabbi, Akramakumullah. It is a dog. And they make a big deal about it. And they think, mashallah, they're very civilized because they've given everyone their rights. They've given even the dog his rights. They've given the cat their rights. And they forget that they've, subhanAllah, as human beings, they've got the rights of the people being slaughtered. Saying, this is not our problem. They're not methodal in our country. Well, a'yadhu billah. And as some of the Mufassirun said, if you go, قُتِلَ أَصْحَابُ الْأُخْدُودِ الْقَتِلِ is اللَّعْنِ And this is, was, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove them from His mercy. But this is That means the punishment is according to the deed that they committed, the sin that they committed. For when all of the rahmah was removed from their hearts for the people burning in the fire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed them from, from His mercy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed them from their mercy. And we'll see inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ultimate mercy in the ayat that come that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still gave them a chance to seek forgiveness. And this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. We'll, we'll take this in the other ayat, inshallah. Just remember, we said that this surah was a tasliya, a consolation for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In terms of adversity and difficulty, we turn to the Qur'an, the, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He tells us how we should act and what we should do and how we should have patience in these times of difficulty. Even if it's a personal situation which you're having difficulty with. Sometimes it just requires sabr and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to test you. And he wants to hear your dua. And he wants to see how strong your iman is. And he wants to elevate your status. So as Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah said, a, 
an adversity or a trial which brings you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is better than a luxury which Allah gives you which makes you further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which makes you further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka atulaik wa jazakumullah khairan for your patience. There was a lot of tired faces today. So it was fun. Jazakumullah khairan.